It is week six, and this is your FanDuel NFL first look lineup. We're going to go through all the position groups, see what we like, what we don't like, look at the salaries, and put together a lineup that looks good. At least in the early week, we'll cover some of the big stories as well. And, of course, I am Kevin Allen, a.k.a. The Geek from DFS Army. Let's get into this thing. And, of course, before I like to actually look at the player list, I do like to put up the game tiles over here on the DFS Army Domination Station, just get a sense of which games are projecting well from a Vegas standpoint. So just a brief glance here, and, and there are three or four games that have at least decent totals. You've got this um, Seahawks-Bengals game, which I think is very interesting as an early week possibility uh, with the Bengals projected for 24 and a quarter team points. And of course, the Bengals have some injuries at wide receiver, which narrows the target pool a little bit, maybe. So we'll take a look at that game, of course. Uh, Vikings at the Bears. Bears, really bad defense. Vikings, not a very good defense either. So this game really stands out to me. And the low total, 44 and a half, a little surprising. A little surprisingly low for me. So I look at that and I go, hmm, seems like it should be higher. We'll see how that plays out this weekend. Um, Miami has a nice team total here, but the game total really, it's just Miami. You know, the, the Panthers, 17 and a half, not good. Game total decent, but it's really this 31-point team total for Miami that's interesting. Um, you know, Colts are without Godner Minshew, and it looks like a spot where maybe the Jaguars are projecting well. That team's offense hasn't been that great, you know, outside of London games, but let's see if maybe they turned it around a little bit as well. This one has a 45 and a half point total, so we'll be interested in this just a smidge. And finally, I think one of the better ones this week might be the, actually, it might not be the one of the better ones. Let's see what the pricing looks like. But this uh, Cardinals at, at Rams game here is a 48.5 point total. And again, the Rams are a little bit of a tricky team to deal with right now because the wide receiver pricing is really elevated. It's tough to play any of them, but we'll see how that looks on FanDuel this week. So before we build the lineup, I want to say congratulations to Sliders for taking first place in the bomb. That's the that's the contest I have loaded up right here uh, this past week. Looks like a Burrow lineup. Got Montgomery in there, of course. But pretty simple lineup where sliders, and I'm not sure if you could see it all, but he basically sold out to make sure he got Chase and Hill, and that really worked out nicely. Got a couple of solid running backs here with Kamara and Montgomery and finished it off with you know a couple of cheapies in Raymond Rice and nailed the defense with the saints and that's what you needed to do last week you were not winning anything without like a 17 to 24 point defense choice and saints were it was actually if you watched uh the show i do with burns uh, the millie maker how to win your DraftKings millie maker each week that was the burns special of the week last week so congrats to sliders on this 100k win this is more than once that sliders has taken down a six figure win uh my man you blow me away every time you send me one of the screenshots so keep it up that is awesome and it's beautiful to see that dfs army avatar uh proudly displayed in first place so let's get into the lineup build and let's just take a look at the quarterback position here on fanduel this week and as you can see at the top um we've got hertz who's okay here at 8700 against the jets i mean that's an okay play but i think Eagles defense is probably the way to go in that game. Fields priced all the way up to 8,500. Maybe deservedly so, and I'm interested in him, but I'm probably not super interested in going with the most expensive quarterbacks on the initial build. So we're going to look for something else. Two has been having pretty good weeks, but again, he gets another non-competitive environment. Not crazy about that. 
Cousins on the opposite side of the uh, Fields game in terms of uh, being the cheaper quarterback at 8K. Mm. Mild interest there. I'm probably more interested in Fields than Cousins. I feel like if Fields is having a great day, Cousins is having... If Cousins is having a great day, Fields is probably having an even greater day. So I'd probably be more into Fields than Cousins there. You know, Goff uh, on the road. Trevor Lawrence at home uh, against the Colts at 7,600 is is interesting. Again, Lawrence hasn't shown much ceiling this season. He's averaging just 15.1 fantasy points per game, so it's not great. But it, maybe he's maybe it's time to turn around. I don't know. It's going to be hard to pull the trigger on Lawrence or certainly hard to trust him until we start to see him putting up numbers. Uh, the quarterback I am going to go with for this build, though, is Joe Burrow. I really love the spot. I, I don't understand. I think he's mispriced here. I think he should be one of the more expensive or at least, you know, up there, not at 7,500. So I already like this game. The Bengals project well. Burrow coming up a pretty decent game last week. I think he can build upon it. So I'm going to put in Burrow to start this lineup off. Um, just to continue reading down the list, though, I think Stafford is like somewhat viable. Somewhat. Um, against Arizona, just because Arizona defense and he's got all those great wide receivers, but only somewhat. I'm not. I'm generally not going to play Matthew Stafford most weeks. Um, Brock Purdy against Cleveland. You, you know, Purdy is pretty consistent for a 7K guy, but Cleveland not the best defense to target. I'm not touching Watson. But the other quarterback that holds some interest here for me a little bit is C.J. Stroud. Just Stroud's been pretty good. And he's priced all the way down. I just need 20 out of him at 7K. So, I mean, I think he could get there. He'll be somebody that will be in my mix this week. I'm not sure Dez Ritter can follow up his smash last week with another one. Um, and again, Dobbs can probably do it. But, you know, I got burned by him last week. So I'm, I'm not feeling like I want to go back to it right now early in the week. Might change my mind. Might change my mind there. But that's about it for the quarterback position. I mean, you want to take a crazy shot. You can have some dirty stacks with with like a Bryce Young down here or something, or even Gardner Minshew at 6,500 holds just a little smidge of interest. I'm going to think about it. I think Gardner Minshew at 6,500 at this price probably will make my lineup mix for, for tournaments this week. But I'm going to go with Joe Burrow for this, what I'm going to call sort of a core build, right? This is in the $55 monster. I want to replicate Slider's win. That's my goal. So we'll see if we can pull it off. All right, let's slide over to the running back position. And, um, you know, there's a, been a lot of injuries this week at running back, so I really want to scan the salaries and and see who pops for what salary level. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is generally a good play, but at this point at 10-3, the price is becoming, um, how would I put this? The price is untenable. I don't think you can afford a 10,300 salary player on FanDuel and still field an acceptable lineup. So probably not going to go there. A chain is out this week, but Raheem Mostert was priced up by FanDuel in advance. DraftKings would get a little bit of a bargain price on Mostert. I think he's better used over there on FanDuel. I'm probably going to look for alternatives. Um, you know, Kemba, Kenneth, Kenny Walker's fine, but 8,400, a little expensive. Kyron Williams is somebody I also like a lot this week, um, just in general. But again, I'm not super sure. I like this price point on FanDuel at 8K. Um, he's in, in the 6K range on DraftKings, and that seems that's a full 2,000 less. Now, obviously, the salaries are a little different, but it's usually a 1,000 discrepancy between FanDuel and DraftKings. So this guy being 
you know, 2000 more really turns me off. Uh, I'm not in love with it. Uh, Montgomery, same deal. They're just expensive, expensive, expensive. Dave Montgomery, if he gets the full run for Detroit, though, we, we, we have to pay attention to him. He's definitely going to be in my mix. But again, it's a little priced up for me. So I'm going to see if we can find some better price. But I do like this spot for Montgomery. Um, Josh Jacobs is fine here. Again, ETN has been doing it the past couple weeks and doing it well, getting lots of volume. This could be fine for him as well. But the first guy that kind of stands out for me is Bijan Robinson all the way down at 7,600. Now, you know, Bijan's coming off of, I'm going to call it a bit of a dud. Um, and he has not exactly been a touchdown machine so far this season. So why play him? Well, he's getting the volume. He usually gets a bunch of targets as well. And he is the focal point of his team's offense. So I'm interested in Bijan once again at 7,600. A little bit of savings. Uh, listen, I'm open to upgrading it, but that's where I'm starting. Um, Alvin Kamara is, I think, a very acceptable play here at 7,500 as well. DeAndre Swift, though, is the next name that pops up for me on the list. Swift, uh, again, the Jets have actually not been very good against the run. But here's the thing. The reason that happens is because the Jets are particularly good against the pass. And what ends up happening is teams just like it's a little easier to run against them. And there are turnovers because it's the Jets and all of that. You know, uh, Wilson's interceptions and all this. So I expect the Eagles to get a lot of turnovers in this game. And that could lead to scoring opportunities for the running back, which is Swift. So I see Swift getting in the end zone in this one. And I have no problem rolling him into some lineups. There are a lot of other options, though, on this slate. As we continue down, and we have to replace Bijan. Like I said, this is a little bit pricey. I like Bijan, but I want to go through the rest of the running back position group in case we got to make some adjustments later. That's just how these things go. So, you know, Joe Mixon is fine. He has not been really productive this year, but he's going to pop at some point. We're not going to be ready for it. This might be that game. He's way underpriced for the workload. Again, he has not popped. So I'm, I'm aware of that, but he's underpriced for the workload. And here's what I like. Mixon was chalk last week and he burned a lot of people. And when a player burns you as chalk, you're just less likely to go back to it. And this burned people. So he needs the touchdown. He's going to need the touchdown. He usually gets about 10 points without a touchdown. Without, without that, it's just not enough. We need two to three. We need three X on FanDuel to make sort of tournament value. And that puts Swift, uh, you know, that puts Mixon at around 21 fantasy points. You know, I think Mixon has upside all the way to 30. He could get there, but he just has not been doing it this year. So we'll keep an eye on him. Uh, Alexander Madison. Also, I like this matchup. Chicago defense really bad. I'm into it. Um, Hall in a tough spot. I am not going that way this week. Although, you know, we, we obviously had a core play on Brees Hall last week. We loaded up on him. I could not believe how low the field was on Brees Hall, but that's okay. That works out. You know, he didn't project as well. And apparently the field... What I'm noticing, the field is probably a little more beholden to mean projections than they should be. So something to keep in mind as the rest of the season goes on, especially in tournaments. We don't we don't want to be that beholden just to mean projections. And what mean projections are just an average score. We're looking for ceiling games in tournaments, and the mean projection is less critical in that situation. So let's just keep that in mind uh, for the rest of the season going forward. Brian Robinson, I think this is actually a good spot for B-Rob. I know it's Atlanta. They've been pretty good against the run, but Robinson has been just getting so much work. He's so underpriced. He gets the goal line work. 
I like Brian Robinson for sure. As long as Washington can keep the game sort of in check and close. And that's what all the Atlanta games are close. So I think, I think that opens up a path for Brian Robinson Jr. There. Um, some other potential names here. You've got Rashad White and Ramondre Stevenson, both priced pretty cheap for what are effectively. I mean, Rashad White is getting all the touches for his team. He's just not getting the touchdowns. He cannot seem to just put it all together. Uh, I think he's got one touchdown on the season. But when he does get the touchdown, you know, he'll get you 20 for 6K. I think at some point, you know, that decent game is coming for him. But I don't think he has the, you know, the 30-point upside either. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson just, again, hasn't been getting it done. Splitting touches with Zeke. Not super excited about that. Dante Foreman, not priced down enough. I think he will start for Chicago. And from what I can tell, he should get a heavy workload. So I'm going to have some interest in him. Dante Foreman absolutely was good last year. He wasn't just like another guy. He was actual good last year. So there's a sneaky chance that Dante Foreman is actually good in this game. As far as I can tell, all of the other running backs for the Bears are out. Now, I'll confer with Bobby Wow on Friday on Tournament Tactics, get this thing figured out. But right now, I don't mind Dante Foreman dropping him in the flex at 60. He is a touchdown scorer, and I got a good feeling about him. I do. Um, definitely some other interesting spots here. Damian Pierce is, you know, getting a lot of touches as well for the Texans and, you know, 5,900. Again, the, the, one of the keys on FanDuel to winning is if you can catch one of these cheaper running backs that get a touchdown, you're you're really in good shape. And if they get, you know, some yardage in a touchdown, they can make value and they can really give you an advantage and allow you to reach up for some of the tougher positions uh, to find cheap versions of at, at wide receiver. A um, couple other names here. I guess Miles Sanders still getting all the work for Carolina. So uh, let's take a look at what he did last week. Yeah, just terrible. He's just been a disappointment. Miles Sanders has been a disappointment for his whole career. Sick of it. Fucking sick of it. Um, Amari DeMarcado possibly starting for James Conner this week. He looked pretty decent, but this is not the greatest spot for running back, but he looked decent running the football last week. But, you know, he's probably the third or fourth stringer for a reason. So let's not get too excited. Um, I feel like there was one other running back floating around here of interest, but no, I believe that's it. So we've got our trio here. Let's move on and actually let's get our defense plugged in before we talk about you know, wide receiver and tight end. I like to just get a feel for what the cheapest viable defense or some somewhat some version of the cheapest viable defense is on a slate. So um, on the DraftKings video, I used Tampa, and they're pretty cheap here on FanDuel as well at 3,400. But I want to kind of see if I can switch that up and find a team, a different team that maybe um, looks a little bit better. We can maybe afford to spend a little bit more on FanDuel and DraftKings, usually there's a little more salary leeway on FanDuel. So uh, Seahawks, no. Commanders in Atlanta, maybe. Vikings at Chicago, maybe. I think Rams at home is actually a decent spot. I'm not sure I want to pay up, but this spot does look pretty decent. Atlanta at home against, uh, against Washington could work. Howell, you know, ups and downs with him. Raiders, I guess. I mean, the... Patriots offense has been pretty rough. So, you know, the Raiders could be viable as well. 
Saints, Miami, Eagles. Eagles at the Jets is the sort of Eagles at the Jets and definitely San Francisco. So Eagles and San Francisco are rightfully priced the highest. Um, I think they're both great spots. I'm not sure I want to play either of them because I don't want to pay up that high. So I am going to go all the way down to back down to Tampa in this one because I, I'm just seeing I got to go all the way up to 4K, 4,200 for some mysterious ones. If I want to lock button in, a strong defense. I got to pay all the way up to here. So I want to see how much salary we have at the end to see if that's even viable, but I don't mind upgrading that defense to Eagles or 49ers at all. All right. Tight end position. And this is FanDuel. Tight end is actually pretty important on FanDuel. Um, there are touchdown scores and there are a bunch of tight ends that are super in play here. Um, Laporta, as long as, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown is out for Detroit. You would think Laporta is in, is, is in a, elevated targets potential position. So that's certainly interesting for me. Um, TJ Hawkinson, 6,700. No, Justin Jefferson could become the focal point of his team's passing offense. So I like Hawkinson for sure. Uh, Goddard had the big week last week. That's always fine. Um, George Kittle, it, you know, decent most weeks. Um, a lot of ups and downs with him. Cole Komet's been doing it. And I, I kind of like this idea of playing Cole Komet as well. I like this game environment, and I do think we're going to see some touchdowns, but I don't think I can play Komet this close in price to Hawkinson. So unless I'm saving a lot, I'm probably thinking Hawkinson. All right, so my paydown option, Dalton Schultz coming off, uh, I believe it was 10 targets last week. Yeah, 10 targets, 7 receptions. Nice little score, got a touchdown. If he could do that again. So I really loved what I saw at Dalton Schultz last week as well. I'm not sure that we'll see that again, but man, that was great. And, and it's not like he hadn't done it like that with, who was he with? Yeah. With the Cowboys last, last year and for the last couple of years. So he was a talented wide receiver or, or he was a talented tight end, talented pass catcher um, that was productive for fantasy. And it looks like, you know, at least for one week last week, they got him involved. Logan Thomas also coming off a really big week, but I'm going to try to squeeze in TJ Hawkinson here. I like him as long as, you know, with Jefferson out, I just think he's got to get a few extra targets this week. So why not give that a shot? Okay. We're sitting on seven K left per position. And we also have the potential to upgrade this running back spot and the defense. So let's see what we could figure out here. Um, obviously Tyreek Hill has been uh, incredible, but the man you want with Joe Burrow is Jamar Chase. He's priced way up here. So we're going to have to do, uh, be creative to complete this lineup. And that's part of the reason why I kind of knew I had to go cheap in some of these other spots to squeeze Jamar Chase in there in the stack with Burrow. Um, Tyreek Hill though, also a good spot. 9,800. Uh, He's just putting up 35, even when they don't need him. He's so good. He's so good at football. 28 last week, 27. Non-competitive game environment. Doesn't matter. The Cooper Cup at 8,700. Again, priced up a little bit here beyond. Um, I, I just think you got to go with Chase at that point. But Cup is great. Uh, Devontae Adams didn't do much last week. Not super impressed. A.J. Brown will probably have the bad matchup against the Jets uh, going up against Sauce Gardner. So I'm, I'm not going to be on that. Uh, for the most part, outside of maybe some hurt stacks, DJ Moore priced uh, way too high for me as well. Puka, the part of the problem with Cup is Puck and Cup and Puka priced too close. I, I, again, the salary to me just does not feel right. So uh, between him and Cup, I want I don't uh, two two eight K wide receivers same team. 
a quarterback who never is the nuts. I mean, it just doesn't come together. The math ain't working for me. You know, Thielen at 7,400 at this point is getting uh, ridiculous. I don't mind Devontae Smith as the alternative to A.J. Brown this week. Again, if Sauce is going to be on Brown, I think it becomes a Smith week. So let's keep an eye on that. Uh, but that's not a game environment I'm looking to target on purpose. So we're probably going to stay away. Ridley at this price, I don't mind it. I don't mind Ridley. Uh, yeah, seven, eight targets, seven receptions. I mean, I wish he would see more volume than what he's seen, but it's kind of good enough. We're going to have to save some money, and I know where I want to go. But we're going to talk through some of the rest of these spots. Nico Collins, interesting. 6,800, a little pricey. But I think Tank Dell will be out for Houston. So he's going to be in my player mix for sure. Um, Waddle, sure. Yes. Jacoby Myers, interesting. But the first guy I want to plug into this lineup here, or, or the next guy I want to plug in, is Jordan Addison at 6,700. Man, that leaves us only 5,600. It's It is tough. It is tough to make a lineup with Jamar Chase. But I do think I have a player for the cheap zone that I really like. So I'm going to leave this the way it is, even keeping in mind that, of course, we could drop this tight end all the way down to a 5K. We'd be able to come up on this last spot to eight, eight uh, to 7.5 in this range. So there are a lot of different ways to go. But I do have a low-cost player that I think will fit right in here. But just to kind of look through the rest of this lineup, Cooper, bad spot, lock it, meh. Um, I mean, good, good situation. I would actually wouldn't mind Lockett in terms of like a bring back, but he's not somebody that stands out for me this week. I think Christian Kirk is fine. Uh, Pittman. I actually like Pittman at 6,500 with Gardner Minshew at the helm. So I would be very happy to play him this week as well. Um, let's see. God. Oh, Godwin. Yeah. With Mike Evans out, Godwin almost, he, it's almost must play. Uh, you know, I don't see how he doesn't get eight or nine targets for 6,300. You know what? You got to put Godwin in there. Let's see how much we have left. 6K. So, man, I'd love to get Godwin and Addison in this lineup. I, I don't know if it's possible. Let me think on this. Godwin and Addison, and we've got 700 left over. We have no leeway here. Nothing to do here. Um Madison, Brees Hall. I mean, it definitely goes, it becomes a much worse lineup this way. So I'm not loving it. I wanted to play Godwin Addison. I don't think it's going to work. So I, gotta, I, I would like to make that work. What about Madison? I don't know, let me keep thinking on this. But where where could we save? So anyway, let me get to this wide receiver who I originally intended, but... I do want to think about a lot of alternative ways to build that lineup. And, and so I would, you know, I really want to see about Godwin Pittman is in a good spot. So there's a lot of really good spots this week. Um, again, I, I really like Pittman with Minshew in there. Uh, Godwin just with no Evans, assuming he's out. Even KJ Osborne at 6,200 might be an acceptable alternative to Jordan Addison. Continue on down here. The player I'm going to plug in is Josh Downs. And here's the thinking. The last time Minshew played, he got peppered with targets. I'm just not sure that people remember that. This guy got 12 targets the last time Minshew played. And, and I mean, he put up a decent 
10 score for the 5,600 price point. But if you give me 12 targets, eight receptions for 5,600, I don't really, I'll just take it. I'll accept whatever comes from that. So again, a couple of mysterious spots that I might probably look to change over the course of the week. Uh, I'm going to continue to explore Donta Foreman, make sure that he is the absolute locked in starter for the bears to keep that in place. And, you know, I'm certainly looking at different ways where I might shift a couple things here and try to get Godwin in there somehow. But for the most part, that is your FanDuel NFL week six. First look. Um, quick note at the end here, of course, make sure to like, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff for the YouTube channel here. But I want to show you guys something really cool. Um, you know, here at the FS Army, we have a free month offer. I know you guys want to get signed up at the FS Army. A lot of you are, but some of you are not. But you, if you've been thinking about checking it out, of course, we cover prize picks and, and all the, the prop games. We got Sniper and Will Lynn giving out plays constantly. NHL starting up this week. We got NBA starting in a week from now. You want to have VIP access. The Domination Station optimize our research stations. It really makes playing DFS a lot more fun, and it levels the playing field with the pros out there. I, I want you to play DFS with an edge. You see the big winners. You see, the, these. this is our members. These are not pros hired to take down tournaments. Our members are taking down tournaments every week because our tools are that good. Well, if you just click on the free month offer here on DFSArmy.com, you'll see that you can get a free month of DFS Army VIP, which costs $79.99. So don't send me $79.99. Don't send DFS Army $79.99. Sign up for one of these sites. Underdog, Owner's Box, Prize Pick, Sleeper, whatever you don't have an account to. And here's the better part. Sign up, you make a $100 deposit or a $79.99. Do it like a month or $50. I don't care. You use code DFSARMY, they'll double it. So you put $100 into prize picks, you use code DFSARMY. Now you have a $200 prize picks bankroll. And then you get your free month of DFSARMY VIP, which we cover uh, prize picks. And you'll smash so you could play that and make more money or hopefully lose less because either using good tools or you got your original deposit doubled. And plus you have a DFS army membership. You get to check it out. And if you want it, you stick around. And if you say, Hey, this ain't for me. Okay. No harm, no foul. We'll see you next time. So um, just go to free month here and get subscribed, uh, sign up using code DFS army to any one of these sites. And then you would email us, read the instructions here. You're going to email support at DFS army and let us know that you signed up there and we will send you a code for a free month. All right, that's going to do it for the FanDuel first look. I will see you guys later in the week uh, breaking down the game plan. We got the showdown breakdowns all week long. And, of course, tournament tactics and how to win the DraftKings Millie Maker, all your favorite DFS shows in one spot. So make sure to hit that notification bell here on the DFS Army channel um, so you're notified whenever we go live with one of our shows. Take care, everybody. Good luck this week.